Blog Talk Radio.
because if it had not been for you, we would not be here. We opened our eyes this morning, God, because you gave us the strength to open our eyes. We were able to rise because you gave us strength and our limbs and the facilities of our body. We were able to get here, God, because you blessed us and brought us the way of safety and did not allow harm to come to us, Lord. We're grateful to again come into your presence because we know where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And as we come before you today, have your way, Lord. Let flesh be crucified, that you might be glorified, that your people might be edified in the name of Jesus. For God in you is life. And that's what we seek, God, life, eternal life, God. We pray, oh God, today that you will touch every person that have come seeking you, Lord. Bind the hand of the devil, God. Rebuke the hand of the enemy, Lord. God, let your anointing that resonates in this place even now. God, let there be an outpouring on your people. We need you, God, to take us to another level in you, Lord. God, we're faced with demonic forces, God. Evil spirits have come up against us, Lord, and we need to be fortified with your power. God, we can't make it on our own strength, God. We don't have enough to stand on, Lord. But we know, God, that your joy is our strength. Fill us up on today in the name of Jesus. Somebody have come this morning burdened down, God, with the issues of life, God. Somebody, God, is in the battle of their life. Somebody's, God, fighting in their mind and in their spirit, Lord. Where the devil have come in to war against them, Lord. But we thank you, God, because we know greater are you that's within us uh, than he that is within this world, God. Uh, we know, God, that you are a deliverer, Lord, uh, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, uh, and you're no short of your promise, Lord, uh, and you're able to deliver us, Lord. Uh, touch us on today, Lord. Uh, we need you like never before. Uh, fill us up with the Holy Ghost, God, uh, and give us a refilling, Lord, uh, that when we leave here today, Lord, huh? we can leave with your anointing, Lord, huh? that as we meet men and women, boys and girls, huh? they might be converted to know who you are, Lord. Huh? In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Huh? We thank you because you are a healer. Huh? You're the God that healeth thee, huh? and healing is in your wings, huh? and you're able to touch our feeble bodies. Huh? You're able to save our troubled souls, huh? and in the name of Jesus, huh? bind every demon, Lord, huh? every demonic force, Lord. Huh? God, that comes to keep us uh, in the same place, Lord. Uh, we're willing, God, to surrender uh, and say yes to your will, Lord. Uh, we're willing to turn our lives, God, uh, over into your hands, Lord, uh, because we come to the place, God, uh, where we realize like never before, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, more than anything we know, uh, we need you, Jesus. Uh, while men are trying to find, God, uh, solutions to this chaotic world, God, uh, we're looking to you. 
you, Lord, because we know for every right desire, there is an answer. And Jesus, you're that answer. There's no need for us, God, to turn hither or thither, Lord. We need but to look for you, Lord, because you're the answer, God, for our trouble lies, Lord. Touch on the day, God. Break every yoke, oh God. Save on the day, God. Deliver on the day, God. Jesus, we need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We're crying out to you, Lord. We know that you're able to save our souls. We know that you're able, God, to heal our bodies, Jesus. We know that you're able, God, to turn our situations around. Jesus, no other help we know. No other help we know. No other help we know, God. You're able, Jesus, to deliver our children. You're able, Jesus, to save the unsaved husband. You're able, Jesus, to heal the cancer patient. Nothing too hard for you, Jesus. No other God we know. We know that you're able, Jesus. We know that you're able, Jesus. We say yes to your will, God. Yes to your way, Lord. Have your way, Jesus. And we'll thank you for it. And we'll give your name the praise. And we'll bless you, Lord. Yes, we thank you, Lord. And we bless your holy name. Come on, open your mouth and give the Lord some praise. the love worldwide www.jesusinthemorningradio.com hallelujah hallelujah that last little uh, trumpet piece you heard that's by pastor leon mack and back in the day they thought we were related because my name was barbara mack and his name was leon mack but i went down to georgia and he was there i met him there playing I think that's the saxophone. 
And so what happened is I recorded that, and you can hear my horrible singing in the background there. But uh, I enjoyed myself down there, and I thank God for the opportunity uh, to meet another brother in the Lord. Yeah, thank God for that. And ate good down there. Everything was good. Come on back to Florida. And uh, God bless me. God bless me. So I'm thankful unto him. Thankful unto him, almighty God, who have all power. Thankful for yesterday. I want to say this morning, thanks for all the well wishes, congratulations, and all of that for yesterday. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, people I had, hadn't heard from in a very long time, I saw them congratulate me on yesterday, and that was a beautiful thing. Because let me tell you something. What I learned over the years to stay faithful, if you want something to work, when you start off, it won't always be a blast. It won't always be whatever. Big. I'm going to use that word. It won't always be big. But as you stay faithful to it, it will grow. One thing about people, if they, if they know you're going to be there, they're coming. They may leave, but they'll come back. Because they know you are going to be there. You're faithful. I learned that even in the sales world. If I set up every weekend at the flea market, if I'm there every Saturday, and if I could be there every Saturday and Sunday, repeated customers, customers that have bought from me before, they will come back. Yeah, they will come back. But you have to stay faithful at what you're doing. If you, you, you stay faithful in your prayer life, your Bible study life, if you stay faithful at, say you cuss, but you stay faithful at fighting against cussing, it's going, especially in you praying. Yeah, that was one of the first things I wanted God to deliver me from was that cussing. Ooh, it was bad. I, I said I had the head cussing demon. It was so bad. And when he saved me, I wanted that thing to go. He, he took it instantly. Now, other things, I, I, uh-uh, he didn't take so quick. Yeah, men, he didn't take that away very quick. But eventually, as I desired not to fornicate and not to flirt with men and be bothered with men, that I know we're not going nowhere. Yeah, it, it, it's five minutes and that's it. We ain't going nowhere. No relationship, no nothing. God delivered me from that. It took a minute, but he delivered me from that. Marijuana smoking. I wasn't a big smoker, but every now and then I want to talk, you know. Delivered me from that. I wanted it to go. Beer drinking. Crown Royal drinking. I wasn't big on it. I wasn't what they call an alcohol abuser. But nonetheless, I wanted it to go. Now, later on in the years when it came to, they brought this wine out that I, they introduced me to different ones. It was called Moscato. Another one I can't think of the name of, but it was sweet and tasty. And don't really taste like wine. And so I would, you know, get together with some friends and, and, and we'd try different brands. Verde, I think it was called. Verde. And we would try each one of them to see what it tastes like. I even cut that out. Yeah, cut that out. 
I can remember sitting on the porch. I was in Birmingham, Alabama on 41st Street. And I can remember sitting on the porch every evening in the, in the cool of the evening, and I'm drinking a Budweiser every day. And it got to the place where I didn't have Budweiser money by $3. I started hustling up change out the house to go get a Budweiser. And I, I wasn't I wasn't living, you know, right before God. I, I hadn't received, you know, the spirit of God yet. And one evening I was sitting there sipping on my cold bud with little chips of ice in it. And I know it was the spirit of the Lord said, you buy one more and you're going to be hooked. You buy one more, you won't be able to stop drinking. I could hear that in my spirit. I said, whoops, that's it for the Budweiser. <laughs> no more buds for me. So I stopped drinking cold turkey, quick. But I wasn't hooked. I was just, you know, having a refreshing drink, I thought, in the evenings. You know, after I uh, did the dinner, got the dishes done, kids situated, you know, I sit on the porch and drank me a beer. God delivered me from that. When it came to cocaine, I was scared of that. Cocaine, who? Who do that? Drugs for sale, they're not for use, not for me. So drugs like that, heroin, cocaine, pills, all that kind of stuff. No, 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 that wasn't me. Yeah, I was afraid of that kind of stuff. So God kept me away from that, and I'm so thankful I never did it and knew I was doing it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So God is faithful to us. And today our topic is this, the God that loves his people. The God that loves his people. Do you belong to him? He made you for his pleasure. Have you received him as your Lord and Savior? Do you know him today or do you just know of him? Yeah, we want to talk about the God that loves his people. I enjoy talking about it. I love talking about it. I love talking of his wondrous works and making known his deeds among the people. I like to tell other people about the faithfulness and the goodness of the God that I serve, Jehovah. They gave him many names, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Rapha. They gave him many different names, the Lily of the Valley, the Bright and Morning Star, many names he had. But I know him as every one of those names and more. Because he has done great things for me. When you hear people say, I know him as a lawyer in the courtroom, I do too. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know him as a doctor when I was in my sick bed, I do too. I know that he'll keep me company. If I feel lonely, he's right there. All I have to do is reach out and touch him. He's right there. But if I forget to reach out and touch him and let my flesh keep telling me how lonely I am, that's what I'm going to be. And then I'll be miserable. Oh, Warris, old Barbara. But I remember he's right there, and I began to talk to him. And many times he'll talk back, and I feel so much better. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because we can't always be there. You can't always be there for me, and I can't always be there for you. There's going to, something is going to come up in our lives that prevent us from being there for one another. It may be a doctor's appointment. 
it may be I have to go and, and, and attend to some business of some kind. I might have to go and spend time with relatives, many different things that I cannot just be there, and you cannot just be there all the time. But he's there all the time, waiting patiently on us. Hallelujah. The God that loves his people, Jehovah. Oof. He so loved the world, the entire world. Do you know how many people that is? That he allowed his son to be sacrificed for people that would love him and people that wouldn't love him. Mainly would not love him. Yet he sacrificed his son's life for everybody. That whoever is your choice believed on that son, you won't perish but have everlasting life. But you got to make the choice to believe. And today, he made us all for his pleasure, but the problem is we don't all believe and we all don't trust in the God that made us. We believe, we rather believe we come from somewhere else or something else. We believe in the natural things that we can touch, we can feel, we can see, and we think that we're proven. You're not proving nothing. God is who he said he is. And he sent his word. So that his word can heal us. Because before any of us come to him, we're sick. We are sick. But once we fully come to him, he heals us. His son set us free. And once his son, Jesus Christ, sets us free, we're free indeed. They say it's a made-up God. I'm black. I'm what they call African-American. Back in the day, they called me Negro. Guess what? Many times I was told this Jesus is a God that the master made up and the Bible was words that the master made up to keep us African-American, Negroes, black people in check. Well, I tried it for myself. I tried it for myself. And when I went to God, he came. I wasn't in church. I wasn't in no deep meditation, none of that. I just simply asked him, hey, I said, I, I said, I want to believe that you're real. I don't really know. I heard that you're real, and I want to believe that you're real, but I don't know. I said, but if you're real, I want to be just as real in you as you are real, and he came, and he did that for me. Next thing I know, I got a prayer life. I didn't know all to pray, but he started teaching me how to pray. He taught me that when I come before him, give him thanks, give him praise, give him honor, give him glory, worship him. When I come before him, repent. After I repent, I pray for others. After I finish praying for others, then I can include my, my family, myself, and whatever is personal to me. Yeah, he taught me this. Then he taught me how to hold on to his word and what was most important. Things like love, giving, sharing, caring. 
working. He showed me, you know, things that I needed to know. And after that, I grew in him. He added to me, I grew in him. Hallelujah. Beautiful situation. I can't forget him. I can't leave him out of a conversation because he's my all in all. He's the God of my life. He is my life. My life is now hid in him. For without him, I can do nothing. I just love talking about it. I love telling the good things that he's done in my life. Because I don't know of anything bad he's done. I've gone through great trials, but the trial come to make me strong. He wasn't punishing me. He didn't hate me. But I went through these things so I could be taught a valuable lesson, how to stand. And after standing, stand some more because I'm standing on the word of God. Oh, I feel all right this morning. Hallelujah. Amen goes right there. So we want to talk about the God that loves us. We're his people. And today you may think back on some things he has done in your life, and you may want to share those things. Because there's somebody always listening to see if they can be set free from something. Uh, They're listening so they can be a reinforcement that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. They want to know. I heard a thing that says inquiring minds want to know. So as we talk more, people will say this, oh, he did it for her. Oh, he'll do it for me. Yes, because he is no respecter of persons. He so loved all of us the same. Now, many times our action calls us to get more. Yeah, it's our actions that causes us to get more. Like it's our actions that cause us to get less if we're not doing what we need to do to get more. Yeah, in the world, they don't believe. Many times the world don't believe. But we still love them. Because he yet made them for his pleasure. And like I said, the problem is his people refuse to believe and trust in him. I'm talking about those that are in the world. He made them too. His people have their own ways of thinking outside of their maker. Outside of God. It's my thing. I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't believe there is a God. Some people never consider that there may even be a God. So whatever their mind tells them to do, they do it. Some people say, well, I'm a good person, and I don't want to hurt nobody, and I don't try to do people wrong and this and that, but guess what? That won't keep you. The thought won't keep you. It is his spirit that keeps his people. It's the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Spirit that keeps us on the straight and narrow. It reminds us. That he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. It reminds us we got to have a prayer life and a Bible study life. It reminds us don't let that filthy communication come out of your mouth. It reminds us don't let fornication be once named among you. It reminds us adulterers, if they don't stop, they're going to hell. Huh? He's looking for workers in the vineyard. The Holy Spirit reminds us to talk of his wondrous works. Make known as these among the people so that others will know 
that he's a reward of them that diligently seek him. You see? Yeah. So uh, these particular people have their own ways of thinking outside of their maker, which in the end will destroy them. Now, it's not their maker. It's not God that's doing the destroying. That's, that's, That's not it. But their very own actions is what caused them to come into pain and suffering in the end. It's their actions. That, that's like me. The doctor told me, lay off the pork, let's say. Leave salt alone, your blood pressure. If you don't leave it alone, blood pressure is a silent killer, Barbara. It can cause a stroke. It can cause you to get out of here. Physically die. I heard what the doctor said, but I don't believe it. Another person that got it told me the same thing, Barbara. I, I wouldn't eat salt and, and, and too much sugar and pork and all this stuff if I have hypertension, high blood pressure. I don't believe them either. So I keep my pork chops close to me. I keep the ham right next to the bacon. I keep sausage whirling around in my head. Everything I eat, I got to put extra salt on it, just not salty enough. And I may last a long time doing that. But all of a sudden, one day, it's going to get me. Stroke, heart attack, with the stroke, all kind of things that happen to me. Bloat, because I'm not supposed to have all the salt and the pork and the this and the that. Sugar. It don't help blood pressure. So the same thing with people. They don't believe. See, I I didn't trust the doctor. I didn't trust what these other people said who had experience with it. I continue to think outside of what's right, outside of what's healthy, outside of the truth. I'd rather believe a lie than the truth. And we have many of these kind of people in the world. And I'm telling you, they believe it's their thing. They can do what they want to do. They don't believe that God is holy and he requires us to be holy. He requires us to be a clean living people. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. Clean living. Yeah. I love men like the next woman who loved me. That was my problem. I loved them. Oh, my goodness. A man. Child God just made him different and just look at it. But guess what? I had to learn to obey the word of God. I had to learn all of that. No, 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 that's not God. I've seen choir members flirt with deacons. Yeah. I haven't seen mothers on the motherboard flirt with choir members, flirt with deacons. Yeah, in the church, in the church, seeing the pastor, he flirted, got his girlfriend on the front row, a few seats down from his wife. Y'all ain't hearing me today. Yeah, I've seen choir members sing certain songs that represented homosexuality, and the church thought it meant something else. Yeah, 
That's why he said, be ye holy, for I am holy. Live a clean life. Don't let your flesh dictate to you. Don't do what your flesh telling you to do. Listen to the spirit of God that's living in you now. Because that flesh will get us in so much trouble. Ooh-wee. That flesh will get us in too much trouble. So much trouble it appears we can't get out. Because he'll keep telling you about your past. Yeah, you done did this and that. You did that. You think God forgave you? Now God ain't forgot what you done. He don't want to be he don't want nothing to do with you. He can't forgive you because you did this and you did that on this day and it was like this. You were just evil. Was evil. Was evil. For if any man be in Christ, he said he was a new creature. Now that's what God said about you. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now that's what he said. And today, we got to remember who report we're going to believe. I'm going to believe the report of the Lord because his report says I'm healed. I'm filled. I have the victory over everything. Now, that's what his report say. And the reason I have the victory over it because of him. No matter what I've done, he's the God that can forgive and make my life better. But I got to believe. And I got to let it go. Now, of course, we reap what we sow. That is true. If you reap it to the flesh, you'll sow it to the flesh. If you reap it to the spirit, you're going to sow it to the spirit. Look now, I call myself being saved after I done committed all these crimes. Yeah, I done got the bank money, this money, that money. Yeah, and I call myself being saved. And see, calling myself being saved and being saved is two different things, you heard me? So listen, I yet had to reap what I sold. I had kited money. I had warrants. They was not going nowhere because I went to God. They weren't going nowhere. I had to serve the time for the warrants. I had to pay society for my wrongdoing. But in the initial beginning, I thought that, well, I'm saved, you know, God's going to remove the warrants and everything else away from me. I'm not going to go to prison. I'm not going to go to jail. I'm not going to do no time. Well, newsflash, you reap what you sow. I, I was not reaping spiritually when I was out there. <laughs> I was reaping the things of my flesh and the things of the enemy and the evil I had committed. Yeah, it was wrong to take them people money out their bank like that. Somebody, I'm sure, lost their job over it. I never considered that until I came to God for real and I asked them to forgive me for that and bless those people that I caused harm and hurt to. Because the God that loves them he loves me. And he loved them back then. He loved me back then. Because when I was yet a sinner, Christ died for me. But I didn't pay any of this real attention until I come to the fullness. I couldn't keep my mind on God so he could keep me in perfect peace. I didn't know what keep my mind on him. 
I'm trying to get with John over him. I'm going to keep my mind on John so I know what to say to him, how to get him to move the way I want him to move and do what I want him to do. That's before I come into the knowledge of the truth, which is the spirit of God. Uh, praising, uh, how you do that? Because in that was doubting and hitting and missing. In the church with a form of godliness, denying the power thereof. Hear the preacher every Wednesday, every Sunday, being taught and listening. But yet when I left, I did what I wanted to do. What my flesh wanted to do. What pleased my flesh. And most times what pleased our flesh is sin. Doing wrong in the sight of God and before man. Had a boyfriend could come to the house. It was all right that the neighbors knew about it. Because I was not thinking on what God said about that. I was not thinking about this is disrespectful to my house and my children. I got brothers. I had a dad. I I, I wasn't considering that. It looked like everybody was doing it so it was the norm. That you have a boyfriend. Now, I can't have no boyfriend. I got to have a husband today, according to the scripture. I can't do no test trial run with no man to see if we compatible and we going to make it in the home. Oh, no, we're going to have to know that before we get together. We're going to have to do some deep, serious talking. We ain't moving in. We ain't testing it out. I think it was Jacob. Uh, Jacob went in with Rachel and they come out married. <laughs> well, no trial run. Well, nobody living with nobody unmarried. God did that for a reason to make us responsible to each other. To make us responsible to each other. But today they don't care nothing about that. Because see so much come into play now. I know men won't marry. He, he, he liked the woman a whole bunch. But he keeps himself from being in love with her because he's afraid if he falls in love, he's going to marry her. And all that he have in this life, he has called himself accumulated. If something happened between them two, She's going to take half of his stuff, might take all his stuff. And now he got to start over again. That's not, that's not a godly way of thinking. You don't have to think that way. When you're in Jesus and he's in you, you're praying that he helped you make the right choice for the right wife or the right husband. And the both of y'all keeping it in prayer. You're keeping your relationship, your marriage. You both have a prayer life and a Bible study life together. Each one of us have our own individual prayer lives and Bible study life, but we come together as husband and wife as one to study the word of God and to pray. And a lot of times the man exceeds the wife. He excels her. So he begin to teach her at home. 
because a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. And he obtained favor with God when he loved his wife as he loved himself. I look at Sion and Buddy. <laughs> what a beautiful couple. And how they, how they set up and be for each other. We was at the restaurant, and, and uh, he was giving a testimony, and uh, uh, A.L. was talking, and, and my daughter-in-law, Tamika, and, and Sion was sharing, put her three, four, five cents in there, and it's equaling up to 100. Yeah, because her husband is right here. He support her. She support him. He love her. She love him. Uh, and the world is a better place for both of them because they love each other. It's them two against the world. And that's when you're going to be blessed. Because Pastor David showed a sign that he loved his wife. And this is how he's obtaining favor with God because he loved his wife like he loved himself. He loved his family. Good man. Didn't come to destroy nothing. Didn't come to tear up nothing. Come to build something. A better life for them and him. But when we don't believe, we think there's no God. When we don't learn to trust in him, we think there's no love. There's no God that loves us. But there is a God that loves us, I'm telling you today. He loves you more than you could ever imagine. He loves you beyond your faults, beyond your sins. But when we remember we've done wrong, we come back to him and we repent. He forgive us, clean us up, give us a clean slate like we never did nothing in this old world. Nothing bad, nothing wrong, nothing evil. That's the God that we serve. And he loves us today. Again, beyond any love that we could ever imagine. We can go to him in the midnight hour and tell him anything. We can tell him our deepest, darkest secret. Nobody else will know about it. He won't tell nobody. We can go to him and ask him for what we want. And he do things in a way where it appear to others you did. But you know in your heart only God. You know the thought in your mind is only God could because I couldn't. He'll let you ride in the different cars, ride in the new car, live in the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Sometimes he'll let it appear that you have a job that's paying thousands and thousands and tens of thousands a year. Yeah, and you may not be making, I'm going to tell you from experience, you may not be making but $24,000 a year. But what he's added to you because you decided to walk upright in him and the things that you asked for, you were going to be a blessing to others as well. So it made you appear to be richer than you were. Now, I'm rich today. I'm rich in God. I'm rich in Jesus. I'm rich in love. I'm rich in giving. I'm rich in the work. Hallelujah. I have plenty to do. If I lived 200 years, I still wouldn't do all the work that needs to be done. Huh? 
rich in work, rich in love. Love those that appear to be unlovable. That's God. And I can't take no credit for it. He gave me all those things, all those traits, all those emotions. It was him that gave me the work. I didn't know I would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. The work that he gave me, I was running from. <laughs> yeah. I had friends. Hey, uh, they got a tent over there. Let's go over there, under the tent and see what's going on. I want to go under that tent. I told her uh, we get our money together. And I got out and spoke to the weed man. He said, come on down and he got something for me. Oh, let's go under the tent and see what they're doing. I knew what was going to happen. Soon as I got in there, the man could be a preacher. He said, come here, uh, sister. You mind if I pray for you? I look at them. Didn't I tell y'all? I go down there, he go to speaking. <laughs> God chose you. You're a chosen vessel. You're going to do this one day. Yeah. I- I'm thinking what I'm going to do is go down here and get the sack of weed. That- that's what I'm about to do. You see? In the natural, the flesh. You're right there before God, but you're not thinking about him. And you're looking at the man talking and the people in the audience, and you're saying, oh, these people crazy. I, I, I got to go. Because that flesh wants to do what it wants to do. And it don't want, to he- want you to hear spiritual so that you can really be blessed. Money, that, that's not the main blessing. It answers all things, and it can do some great things for us. Money is not it. Some of us have great wives, great husbands, but that's not it. God is everything. You know why he's everything? He made the heavens and the earth. Yeah. He made the heavens and the earth. The earth is his, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. Everything again this morning and everybody, including that devil, belong to God. Did you know God have evil angels he could send out? Evil angels he can send out. Yeah. So we have not again this morning because we ask not. Anything we need from God, spiritual, materialistic, physical, tangible, mentally, whatever we need, if we go to him, he can supply. Lord, I want to change. I want to be different. I don't want to keep being like this. I need you to change me from the inside out. Make me over again. Wash me in your blood. Wash me clean. Fix my heart. Father, regulate my mind so I can think on you right to get what I need spiritually. Because I realize today you're spiritual God. And I need spiritual things to please you. I need spiritual things to walk with you daily. And it's already all right this morning. In the name of Jesus. We didn't go to our scripture yet. We're going. Yeah. Brother Louis blessed me the other day with John. 
And I had no clue that this is the way that God would move. But I thank him today because his word is always on time. His word is always true. Yeah. And I thank him today. This morning we want to look in this in the book of John. I call it Saint John. Saint John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, Acts. Yeah. John. That John. Right there. After Matthew, Mark, Luke, then comes John. So um, we want to look right there this morning, and I think this is where I'm going. I just got to make sure what he said. Yeah. All right. John 3.16. We want to look at that this morning. Many of us can quote it by heart. But I learned years ago, quoting the words and living it is two different things. Quoting a word and meditating on it is two different things. Quoting a word and walking according to the word is two different things. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we are on top of the word of God and that we are allowing this to be in us because if not, when we walk away, We'll forget that we're saved. We'll forget that we belong to him and he belonged to us. James said it would be like looking in a mirror. We look in the mirror right now and we see, but as soon as we walk away from the mirror, we don't remember no more. It's that quick you've forgotten. Yeah. So we want to exercise the word of God. We, we, we want to ask him to teach us how to apply his word to our everyday life. Because if we don't apply the word, we can't live it. Did y'all know we can live the word of God? That's why he sent Jesus to prove to us we can live it as human beings. As people of flesh, we could yet live his word. So look at that John 3.16. Up at verse 15, it says this, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. That's in verse 15. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. We not only want to believe God today, we want to trust him. We want to take it just a tad bit further and trust him. When you get in your car and you turn that key in your ignition and it starts up, you didn't you didn't give it a second thought about it starting. You you just knew it would start. The last time you drove it, when you turned it off, you didn't turn it off. If you got a decent car, you didn't turn that car off. And I hope it started in the morning. And all through the night, you was thinking, even sitting there eating dinner with your family, I hope my car started in the morning. You wasn't doing that. You believed that that car would start the next day or, or that same evening when it, it was time for you to start the car. You believed that it would start up, and it did. And the same thing should be for us today. 
That's the way we should believe God. I hope, no, I believe God is going to do it. And then keep this in mind. If he does not do it, that's because this thing wouldn't work together for my good. Not at this time. Now, whenever it will work together for my good, God is opening that door wide. In fact, he's going to add to it to bless me more. But we got to believe. And we must learn to trust God. Yeah. I practice trusting him. Yeah, I practice trusting God. A lot of things I see I'm supposed to say, so I don't do nothing. I don't say nothing. I believe God going to work it out for me. It's already done. And I keep it moving. It depends on what we're keeping our mind on. Hopefully it's him so he can keep us in perfect peace. And we're not getting all up in the air over things. We're not squirreling burn. We're not stressing, you know, over stuff that we have no control over, that we can't change anyway. We must have patience to wait on God because he's going to work that thing out if you leave it alone. But if you're waking up with it in the morning, all through the day, going to bed with it at night, no, you you still holding on to it. When that thing comes to mind, pray, Lord, I give it back to you in the name of Jesus. Fix my mind today. Regulate it, God. Help me to keep my mind on you. I don't want to keep my mind on this problem. And then it's have that thing staring you in your face. It's like you can't move it. It's, it's not going nowhere. You yet got to trust God. Job say, though it slay me, yet I'm going to trust him. It can kill me. It can put me down. It can take me out the game. But guess what? I'm yet going to trust God. I look at Jesus. You know he trusted the Father. He was in that God praying that the cup would pass from front him. Yet, he knew that the cup couldn't be passed. He knew he had to go on and suffer, go to Calvary, get the job done, go to the grave, get up, go down into hell. And conquer and rise with all power. He, he knew it. But he prayed that the cup would pass. Many times we pray that the cup passes us. But that's not God's purpose or his plan. The cup is still there. We got to drink from that cup. So over in John 3 Chapter 3 and verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now look at this. He so loved the world. He didn't even make distinctions. He didn't say, well, I love the red. I love the blue. I love the green. Come on, purple. I love you too. But the orange and the black and the white and the gold, y'all get somewhere out my face. That's not what he said. For God so loved the world, the good, the bad, and the ugly, everybody. But this is the key to all of this, love, the world. This is the key to that he gave his only begotten son. The key is this, that whoever believeth in him, 
Whoever believeth in him, that is the key. He loved the whole world. But unless you obey this little part here, unless you believe in him, you will perish. You won't have everlasting life. Your actions are going to pay you. See, because you don't have no protection. None. Without Jesus, you out here on your own. You out here trying to feel your way. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, you, you out here trying to do the impossible. Yes, yes, uh, uh, Pastor David, I will. You out here doing everything but get what you need. And when you meditate in the word of God, you read it, you believe it, and you keep your mind on it. For instance, I use Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. When Minister Hendricks first gave that to me, I had heard it many times, and, you know, I ain't really thought nothing, you know, deep on it. But once he gave that to me, it kept coming to me. And I kept thinking on it and remembering what it said. Meditate. Remembering what the word said. It told me to trust in the Lord with all my heart. And lean not to my own understanding. So I have been leaning to my own understanding now because I figure if I don't pay the electric bill, they'll cut it off. That wasn't true. That was not true. If I trust him, he would make a way for it to be paid. Because, see, in leaning to my own understanding, it caused a lot of hardship and pain. Because I wasn't trusting God. I wasn't meditating, in other words, keeping my mind on his word. And we do this basically a scripture at a time. Sometimes we might remember a book, a chapter, and what it's all about and what took place in that chapter. And during the day, we're thinking about that. So meditating is a form of thinking on the word of God. I hope that answered the question. Let me know if you think that answered the question. Or type in there if you have a different answer. Because your answer might help my answer better to explain it. Yeah. So look. That's the problem. Believing in him. Because if you believe in him. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish. But have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He didn't send Jesus to condemn, to commit evil against his people, to send them to hell already before they get started good, and they just coming to hear what he had to say. So he didn't send him to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He opened the door and left it up to us to believe 
He left it up to us to make the choice. So do we really believe God today? Do we really believe what his word says? Are we studying his word? Are we checking it out? Are we praying for understanding, knowledge, and wisdom of his word? Are we asking God, Father, teach me how to apply your word to my everyday life. Teach me how to live your word so that I can do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. My life will be pleasing and acceptable unto you. Teach me how to allow you to be the Lord of my life, to be the God of my life. This is what we need. Teach me how to lead, how to follow your lead. Lead and guide me in the right path for your namesake. But teach me how to follow your guidance. Because many times God will speak in our spirit and we override it. I often use this. I'm headed down A Street to my destination. But it comes to me strong, maybe you should go down G and come back up. But G is way out of the way. But when I've gone on down to G and come back up another way to A, I'm safe. But had I gone straight down A without G, I would have been in the midst of the mix. Whatever was going up, bad car accident, shoot out. I got to see somebody beat to death. Whatever the case may be, bad things was happening at that time down A, and I didn't need to be there. So it come to me, go to G. That's the Lord speaking to us. And sometimes we override it because we find that, now nah, I'm not going way down G. I'm going to just take A. End up in a bad situation. Sometimes the Lord is putting blocks up so that we don't go somewhere or attend something. Now, I'm supposed to get out of here. I wanted that. I wanted to go there. I had a situation yesterday. I really needed, I thought I really needed to go to the eye doctor. I really wanted to go to the eye doctor. But there was a huge change in plan. And I was like, what? I didn't go. Called and rescheduled the appointment. And then my rescheduling, because see, it wasn't for me to go. And rescheduling that appointment, I'm so, oh, I'm going to be blessed beyond your wildest imagination. Yeah. Mm. Because there are some things I desire in this hour. Let me tell you, it's not safe going to the doctor by yourself no more. I'm just here to tell you. We need a witness. Take somebody with you. And they are more apt to do what's needed and supposed to be done. But when you're by yourself sometimes, they, they this new medication, medical world, meta, whatever it is, it's not like the old doctors that we're accustomed to. When I go to the primary care doctor, they want to treat one thing. Now, I may have three things wrong, but they want to treat one. 
One remission number two, you got to mention it to them. Yeah, well, what about this and this? Oh, well, let me write your prescription. A good doctor tell you what you can eat to, to, to heal, how much rest you need so you can heal. These people, they run, people that are sick, they'll run you in the ground, come for this, come for that, come for this, come for that. They'll make you sicker than what you are. <laughs> so we pray, and if we don't have nobody to go with us, we pray and go on, and it's already all right. 17 says, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, the God that loves his people. The God that loves his people, this is what he does. He didn't make it complicated. He didn't make it hard for us. He just simply gave us a choice. It's up to us what we do with this life he has given unto us. He gave us life. Yeah. Made man from the dirt, from the dust of the earth. Pulled a woman out the man's side, out the rib cage, and made woe man. And it is what it says, woe man. Men, woe. Because <laughs> women will outthink you. Yeah, they will. Women will move quicker than you. You you around there contemplate, she done moved and got it done. Yeah. Whoa, man. Whoa, man. Yeah. 18 says, he that believes on him is not condemned. If he saved you, if you believe in God, if you come into him believing that he is a reward of them that diligently, you're not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. That name is Jesus Christ. We got to believe. If you don't believe, you're condemned. But he that believeth is not condemned already because he has not, I mean, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Let me tell y'all something. I had a nephew and he sold much dope. <laughs> he was a heathen in his own right. A real thug. <laughs> he didn't play no game. But if you can't, if you was a Muslim, a Jehovah Witness, or anything other than a believer. Listen to me. He would want to fight. I remember this older guy was telling him about becoming a Muslim and yada, 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 and Muhammad and this and that. He said, hey, man, look here, let me tell you something. Don't tell me about no other God than Jesus because he's the son of God. Don't 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 do that, man. And a man was distant. I can prove that you can't prove nothing, but this whooping you're about to get. If you keep saying Jesus is not, let me tell. I look. I said, boy, he was like, yeah, you got to believe in Jesus. 
If you don't do nothing else, you've got to believe in him. And he meant that thing. The thugs. I was so tickled. Yeah. So today, we as the believers, we got to believe more. We believe in daily that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We diligently, continually, always seeking God. And it's already all right this morning. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So verse 19 says, and this is the condemnation. That light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. Boy, I'm going to get up and walk around uh, three times, I guess. Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And this is the condemnation. That light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light. Because their deeds were evil. Did I not tell you they have their own way of thinking? And they don't believe that there is a God and that their maker made them and they're not going to remember the maker who made them. Didn't I tell you that? And then I also tell you it's not Father God that's going to destroy them. It's their evil deeds. It's that they love evil more than they love good. And this will take you out of here. And then remembering this is appointed unto man once to die. And after death comes the judgment. Where will you spend eternity if you got deeds that were evil? If you love darkness rather than light, where will you spend eternity? This is why it's important that we become great witnesses unto God to talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people so that they won't be condemned, so that they can believe. We can explain it to them. We can give examples. We can show proof that he did this for me. I asked him to, and he did it. Nobody else was able to change this around. When I went to jail in Birmingham, Alabama, wasn't nobody able to change that. Them people say, you got warrants in Florida, you're going back and pay for them, we got you in the jail, get ready. And Florida could have, it's not that far, Florida from Birmingham. They could have sent somebody up from Pensacola to get me. Then somebody from Panama to come to Pensacola and get me. Somebody from Tallahassee come to Panama and get me. And Tallahassee took me on into Jacksonville. Duval County, I'm in jail. But I prayed the prayer of faith. I said, Lord, I want to be in Bible study tonight. God, they're going to be praising and worshiping you and having a good. I said, Lord, I want to be there. This was on a Wednesday. When I went to court, they threw me out of there, out of jail. The women said, oh, no, they, I said, oh, don't worry about nothing. I'm not going nowhere. Don't worry about that. That woman said, Mac, come on out of here. I had to come out of them people jail. You hear me? I prayed the prayer of faith. 
and the faith made me whole. The faith caused me to get what I really wanted. I wanted to be in Bible study that night. And we didn't just study the Bible, but we had praise and worship. And many times he would just go on and preach. And that was right up my alley, right there. Oh, I love to praise. But it's our deeds. It's the things that we do. It's our actions. It's the way we, what we believe. It's what we think. It's how we think. And today we only want to think of the light, almighty God. Through his son, Jesus Christ. We want to think on this light. When the light shines, we don't have to worry about it because we're no longer in darkness. The light shines in darkness and darkness, those that were in darkness, they couldn't comprehend. But when it shined on us, we comprehend it. We believe we came to Jesus. Just as we were wounded, weary, and sad. Yet we found in him a resting place. And the day is him that has made us glad. Glad that we can go to him for any situation. There's nothing too hard for him to do. Don't hold back what you need. Don't hold back what you feel from God. Go on and tell it. Lord, I thought by now I'm a, I'm 66. I thought by now I'd be a, a millionaire with a bunch of houses and apartments that I could put homeless people in. Lord, I thought by now I would be a millionaire and I could open up a mental health facility where the people could be delivered. Lord, I'm 66. I thought by now a whole community would be built and we would have our own stores and schools and medical facilities and high-end stores and all of this, Lord. You tell them how you feel. Tell him what you think and see what he says back to you. We're never too old. I look at Sarah and Abraham, almost 100 years old. They had a baby. That's unheard of. But with God, all things are possible, remember? At 66, God could give me $500 million and I could do much. In a year's time, I could have much done. I could have three or four projects going on at the same time and, and, and going by to check on all of it. God can send people that will help me to check on the projects and make sure they're going right, that, I, that he blessed me to start because I'm going to be a blessing unto his people. Most people think of getting $500 million, the first thought would be to take care of them and their families. Yeah, them and their friends. My first thought is strangers. My first thought is the people that faithfully come to Jesus in the morning radio talk. Those that have followed Freedom Doors Ministry. Strangers in the street. People I don't even know. Because I believe. Verse 20 says, For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. Everybody that's doing wrong hates the light. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Then I tell you, when that light shines down in darkness, many times doctors don't want to comprehend it because it's hiding. And they don't like the light shining on them because it shows all the dirt. The pastor don't want you to know that he's going with the choir member. 
and they meet every Tuesday and, and every Thursday over at the Omni Hotel. But God done sent other preachers over there to preach. Sometimes he's had the deacon to stand up and give an encouraging word, but the pastor didn't like it, so we're going to never let Deacon Jones talk. He needs to sit down. Why? Jones don't know what your business, but God spoke through Jones' mouth to warn you to get right. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. Listen, I'm going to bring this thing to God. Lord, I'm still cussing. You said put that filthy communication out of my mouth. Lord, I'm still liking women in the wrong way. And you said don't let fornication be once named among us. God, I've been dealing with this this, this man, I mean this woman's husband for years. He's never going to marry me, but I'm in love with him and he's already married. Lord, deliver me from adultery. Lord, I just keep lying. I, I, I know I, I'm not supposed to, but every time somebody come and I don't want to hurt their feelings, or Lord, I, I, I don't want to be thought of as a bad person, or I don't have this or that, I lie. I put all this stuff on Facebook, Lord, like I got it going on, and I'm straight up lying. Lord, deliver me from that. Take that lying spirit from me. You hear me? You can go to God. With whatever you feel is wrong and whatever you know is wrong with you, take it to the Lord in prayer. He'll fix it. Oh, but he will. He will fix that thing. He will deliver you. Because that's what's needed, deliverance. Yeah. I'm looking for this one. Let's see. But while I'm looking for this one scripture, I'm going to, uh, this, excuse me, this one song, I saw it earlier, and I don't know why I looked over and I kept missing it, but I want to go to this one song, and um, wait a minute, y'all, we getting there, we getting there, we getting there. I got a vault full of songs and messages now. Where before I had to put everything in, every little thing in, but now I don't have to do it. It's already in there, and uh, I'm thankful unto the Lord. I don't have to do it all. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. We still looking. We still looking. I think it starts with an idol. Here it is. Here it is. John P. Key and I Believe. Oh, I love this right here. I love this right here. And he got said over there, said playing. I think that's a saxophone. I need Brother Louis here this morning. And uh, they had some errands to run. But Louis would tell me exactly what instrument this is this guy is playing. But I love it. I love it. And I thought I would share it with you. I know the old timers know about it, but I want to share it with all the newcomers as well. So let's take a listen. Look, Durham, I don't have an old church here, and, and I don't have a tambourine even. I, I don't have an old building, so I had to bring it along with me. Jake, start rolling now. 
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah. He'll do just what he says. Hallelujah. I believe it. I believe the word of God. I believe what God spoke, it will surely come to pass. Hallelujah. He will do just what he said. What is this word telling you today? Is it telling you you the head and not the tail? But it looked like you, you you the tail. Does it look like what you're waiting on is not coming? Oh, I believe what he said. Continue to believe what he said so you can get what you want and what you need. It all starts with believing God. Hallelujah. The amen goes right there this morning. Oh, I hadn't heard that in a long time. And that thing just set my soul on fire. I could feel the spirit of the Lord because God will do just what he said. Yeah, I believe. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Though at Tavern, we waiting because we waiting on a God who won't lie. We're waiting on his promise. He got the perfect timing for us. Yeah, a lot of times we wanted this thing yesterday. It wouldn't work together for our good yesterday, but today it will, so here it comes. Oh, hallelujah. Here it comes. We got it now, and it is all right in Jesus' name. Morning, see you God bless you. God bless you. Listen, looking at Romans chapter 8, and we're looking at verse 1. Look what this says. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Look at this. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Huh? You're not condemned. You're on your way. You're you, you preparing to go back with him when he comes. You don't have time for foolishness. You don't even have time for doubt. Because we believe it. Because we, we, we're waiting on something. Not not only waiting on his return, but, but I'm waiting on the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I'm waiting on all the repairs in the house that I already had. I'm I'm waiting on a better car. I saw one I really liked. I really liked that Jaguar. So I'm asking God for the Jaguar. Lord, open the door. I don't even want to pay for it. Yeah. Lord, I want you to give it to me. For the earth is yours, the fullness thereof, the world and they. The jaguar belong to you. They dwell therein. The jaguar dwell in therein. Lord, let me get the jag. Huh? You might be believing him for the big, the big car. You know, the big Mercedes. You might be believing him for your ministry to come forth and come forth full. Lord, I want to work full time unto you, but I need an income to take care of my family. Whatever you, I'm waiting on the healing. Lord, I'm doing all that. I'm going to the doctor. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing all I can to be healed. I need you to come in and heal me. Let me tell you something. He'll do it. He'll do just what he said. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. 
When I received him, didn't I tell you whom the son set free is free indeed? When I received him, he set me free. I no longer wanted the club and meet men at the club and fornicate. I no longer wanted to talk on weed and get a high while all I want to do is eat. And I used to get high and want to play around. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Lots of sex in it. I don't smoke weed. I don't eat. I don't smoke more weed. Now the next thing is just to fornicate. Yeah. He delivered me from that because of Jesus Christ. I received him and he set me free. I no longer wanted to sip on no crown royal. I, I, I didn't have to have no more nothing. Back in the day, they had a bourbon. It was called Imperial. I was young. And I used to like to sip a little bit of Imperial. I thought it was the deal. He took that away from me. All of a sudden, as a girl, I didn't like it no more. Yeah. He will deliver us from anything we need deliverance from, but we got to go to him with a sincere heart and need it. And whatever comes in our spirit to do, that's what we got to do. Though it's slay that, I got to trust God on I don't want to cuss no more. I don't want to drink no more. I don't want to smoke weed no more. I don't want to get high off of dope no more. I don't want to be with this woman husband. I don't want to be with that man wife. I don't want to have Big John and Sam and Bruce and all of them coming by. I'm through with all of that. I don't want to flirt with nobody. I'm waiting on God to give me my husband. I don't want to play around out here. I want to stay in his word because the son has set me free from the law of sin and death. And again, whom, whom the son set free is free indeed. Take your freedom serious. And tell your flesh and the devil no more. I won't do it again. I've been set free through the blood of Jesus. I've been set free because he died on Calvary for me. I'm not going to do it no more. Gambling, I'm not going to scratch nothing ever again. I'm not going to go and call no numbers to nobody. I'm going to God because I have not because I ask not. I'm going to him and ask for what I want. And Lord, today, whatever that big lot is, whatever it is on the on the things that they uh, scratch off or put the numbers in, the sub, the lotto, or whatever it is, I ask that you would give it to me without me playing a a, a ticket or or spending two dollars, one dollar, fifteen cent without me doing anything. Give me that lot of money in the name of Jesus. And yes, if somebody win it and bring it to me, I'm taking every dime. In the name of Jesus. You hear me? I ain't got nothing to do with how they got the money. That's not my business. God loves a cheerful giver. They're willing to give, and I'm willing to accept. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. I think I was telling my brother that, and that tickled him real good. For real, I said, for real? I don't play no games. If the dope man comes and says, hey, Bob, I want to pay my tithes and offering to, to you. I'm not turning it away. God bless you, son. And I'm praying for you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And I mean it. I do mean it. 
I don't know how my blessing come. I wasn't selling dope for the money. A lot of money you get paid when you go to the bank and cash a check. You don't know where that money come from, but you take it and go pay your bills or, or do whatever you need to do. You don't ask the bank, hey, did the dope man, uh, <laughs> did this money come from dope selling prostitution? Where this money came? No, ma'am and no, sir. You cash that check and take that cash and go do what you got to do. Or take your debit card and get on down the road. Even when you get a credit card, you're not asking them, hey, look here, uh, how y'all open y'all credit card business? Was it all dope money, prostitution money, <laughs> what it was offered? No, ma'am, you get that credit card and go to charging, huh? Yeah, we live in the real world. I'm realistic, and I ain't got time for foolishness. I'm about the father's business. And if somebody come and give me $2 billion, oh, yeah, I'm building a whole community. And guess, ain't nobody paying for their house. Not off Jesus in the morning. You're you, you going to get with that contractor, design your own house, and have him to build it. And we ain't worried about a payment or none of that. And you will get the deeds to your house with only your, I won't have nothing to do with it. It's your house. If repairs needed, you're going to let us know because we got stores and things making money to make sure your homes stay beautiful. If you need two maids over there, three, we got them. If you want to bring mom and daddy there, they sick or whatever, we got the medical team there. Come over there and see about your parents. Ain't nobody paying for nothing. But at them stores, you'll pay. Because that money go to the community to keep it going. And at the end of the, of the year, Every homeowner and every store owner, every employee get a cut. We got a purpose and a plan. I'm waiting on God. I know everybody thought I don't forgot it. No, I forgot nothing. I'm just waiting on Jesus. Hey, <laughs> soon a waiting day will be over. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on him. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Hallelujah. So look, it, it said, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent in his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for the sin, condemned sin in the flesh. What? Jesus ain't walk around committing no sin. And when he saw sin in you, he condemned it. Yeah. Jesus was against sin, even the sin that was in us. And we come from a sinful nature. In sin that my mother conceived me. That's what the word said. I didn't say it. Now, you can hold it against me if you choose. But I wasn't there when God inspired man to write it. But I believe it. Verse 4 said that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. God is a spirit, and we want to walk after him. We want to walk after the spirit of God. We want him to be the God of our lives, and we want to meditate and think on him and think on what he does and the way he does things and 
the right things he wants us to do. He wants us to be holy because he's holy. Oh, they got a whole bunch of stuff out here now, even in these different Bibles that'll have you thrown off if you don't know him. That's why we pray, 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 pray to stay on the right track with him. So much is coming after you. Well, if this, why that? If that, well, why this? Uh-uh. I'm going to hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. I'm going to hold to his hand. God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Yeah, that's what we got to do. Hold on to him. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving. I heard what these people said. But God, I want to make my calling and election sure with you. This sound easy. It, it, it sounds good. But God, I know that you are God who gives trials. I know you are God who command that we walk up right before you. That we live a, a, a holy life, a clean life before you. I know this is what you command of us. Your spirit will speak to us and tell us what to do and what not to do. If we'll have that keen ear enough to listen. And when we hear, don't override it, but obey. That the, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Yes, sir, and yes, ma'am. Because the carnal mind is immunity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Did you hear that? So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. I don't want to go to God with intellect. I don't want to go to God in the natural. When I pray, my mind is on him and my thoughts are on what I'm saying to him. I want to pray spiritually unto him and pray the spiritual things. That God understands, that God receives, that God approves, that pleases him, that God accepts. When I pray for sharing her eye and Louis, God accepts that. It shows I'm not selfish. When I pray for Darcy Goodman, it shows that I'm not selfish. When I pray for Sion and my buddy, it shows that I'm not selfish. When I pray for Irene and her healing, because there's some things she want to do. She want to fly some places. When I pray, I'm praying spiritually. And it show God I'm not selfish. I'm not just praying for my family. Hallelujah. When I pray for Jerry, I'm praying in the spirit. Many days God's speaking out my mouth, but I'm talking. And a lot of times I don't have time to say the Lord said. I don't have time for that. I open the mouth, he go to speak, and people think it's me. I'm not doing that. Bible won't be don't do it. It's up to you. It is all up to you. 
I'm going to obey and be blessed. Your choice is your choice. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. Did you hear that? If you don't have Jesus, you don't belong to him. And we must have the spirit of Christ. He come to do the will of him that sent him. He come to do the will of the father. And that's what we must do. He was kind and loving to others. He wasn't mean and just say whatever come out of his mouth and whatever he thought. He didn't do that to people. He did not withhold back because he got angry with somebody. We get angry, but we sin not, and we get love. And just because you give a little bit, that, that don't mean nothing. You got to show the real genuine love of God, for God is love. And then the days you will have to deal with the good, you're going to deal with the bad and the ugly. Verse 9 says, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is not a he. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life. Because of righteousness. And if we remember he counted Abraham righteousness as faith. He counted Abraham faith as righteousness. Yeah. Counted that faith as righteousness. And called Abraham friend. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. By his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. Yeah, we got to mortify that thing. We got to kill it. Let it die. So Christ can live in us. Yeah. Those spirits are lying, drinking, cheating, whatever they are. We got to kill it. And you kill it with the word. You kill it by overriding what it's saying. I'm not going to do that. Every time that thought of laying up with a man or woman you're not married to, you run to prayer, you run to the word of God. Don't let fornication be once named among you. Whatever's going on, you get the scripture going for that. It's in the word of God. And when you know anything, because see, we, we fight too, but we fight a spiritual battle. And if that battle gets too hot and too hard, God steps in and he fights the battle for us. It's already won. Hallelujah. But some things we are going to have to do. We're going to just have to say no to the things that's against the spirit of Christ. Yeah. Hallelujah. 12 says, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. But if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Did you hear that? For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. 
but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Didn't I tell you when that thing come up, you run to God. Nowhere else to run but to him. He's the Savior. With him, nothing is impossible. But if we let it just lag on, I'm going to go talk to the pastor. Just keep letting it lag. Now, we're going to go talk to God and get a deep conversation in there. Lord, you know me. And you know what I like. You know what I love. I love men. Or if it's women, I love women. And God, I, this is not right. This is not holy unto you. You can't count this as righteous unto me. So, Lord, I need you to deliver me from this. Set me free from this. I, I have your son. But this thing is still on me heavy. God, remove it from me in the name of Jesus. Believe God. Every time you feel it, you run back to him. Driving down the street. Uh-uh. I'm not looking over there. Lord, help me to keep my eye on the road. I, I remember the, the big boss. The district manager would pick me up from one champion rented own store and take me to another when I was a credit manager. And he would go down OBT so he could look at these girls out there from the naked club, what they call them, a gentleman's club. And she out there with her two-piece uh, bathing suit on, a bikini, holding up the signs, turning around. And he got it, old Jim. He got to ride through there so he can look. And then he going to tell me, like, I'm a fool. Yeah, sometimes you just have to ride through and look. I looked at him. You got a wife. I didn't say it to him, but I'm thinking, you got a wife and you got to ride through and look. It looked like he was wearing a toupee, y'all. I'm telling you the truth. You want to ride through and look at these naked women with your toupee? Oh, y'all know I'm ignorant. See ya. I would be so tickled because, you know, back during the days, I, I, I wasn't living nothing too swift. Not come out. I'll go to church, you know. But I was thinking all kind of things with your toupee. I said, I'm not one of them girls. I said, but I couldn't be bothered with you in that toupee. Y'all got to go. <laughs> Both of you. Yeah. And then it would come to find out the, the new store I was working at, he was going with the manager over there. I and Mary, I said, and, and I, I, I made a mistake and told his wife. I didn't know that's what I was saying. I said, he left with her, and I don't know where they went. I didn't know I was telling, fulfilling the latest suspicions. He came in and he fired me. <laughs> and Larry told me, if he fire you, I want you to cuss. I want you to go off over there. I said, no, I'm not going over there. Yeah. God going to give me another job if he fired me from this. And he did. And I was really, really blessed. Really blessed. Yeah. I was able to talk of God uh, uh, more. You know what I'm saying? I got I, that, that dipped off now into Jesus. So I want to talk about him more. So God put me in a place where I could do that. Yeah. So we just want to hold on to the spirit of God. Yeah. 15, 16 says the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also, that we be also glorified together. Did you hear that? 
Your suffering is not in vain. When you just say no to them sinful ways, those sinful things, those wrongdoings, you're suffering with him because you're doing it for his sake. You're doing it because this is what he requires. Hallelujah, Jesus. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your word today. For your word is a lamp unto our feet, and it's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, that word is settled in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So look, can we squeeze one more song, and when we come back, the studio is open. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one today and come in and share with us. Hallelujah. We're grateful unto Almighty God for all he has done for us. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Let's go to this one this morning. It's been a minute since I played it. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice at the same old light If you're trying to feel the same old hold inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker if you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, save it. He's a freedom shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. We've all searched for the light day and dead of night. We've all found ourselves wanting. From the same old fire We've all run things we know Just ain't right And there's a better life There's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker If you need freedom
Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for being our chain breaker. Whatever we're going through, you're able to break, you're able to break the chains. You're able to deliver us to set us free and do it today, Father, for your people. Are we seeking you, God? We know no other way, but without you, we can do nothing. We can't do it for ourselves. Father, we need you to come in, hallelujah, and deliver us from all evil. Every evil deed, deliver us this day, August 11, 2023, Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you right now. <laughs> thank you right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. I love Zach Williams. I can't help it. Chain Breaker, uh, the old choir, all his stuff. I seen him over at the prison doing a concert. And uh, I said, boy, I like that Zach Williams. I like the way he walked into the prison with his guitar. You know, he, he and he's not puffed up and built up. He's just a plain and simple uh, uh, believing man of God, and, and I thank God that I got to see him, you know, and I know a little bit about him. I thank God for that. Thank God for his testimony, wonderful testimony. Hallelujah. That's how he know God is a deliverer. If you need freedom, you need saving. He's a prison-shaking savior. If you got chains, he's a chain breaker. Yeah, Zach been somewhere. He knows some things. Yeah. And so I'm thankful again unto the Lord this morning that he let other believers that has been through the same things you've been through. And, you know, y'all get a chance to find out about each other. Yeah. And I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful unto him this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God. So listen, the studio is open. If anyone has something this morning you would like to say, Please feel free to press that number one and come in. Today is Friday. We always testify on Friday. If you got some things you want to share, feel free today. Uh, it, it don't have to be nothing personal. You can just tell how God, you know, is just a good God. You've seen what he's done for others and some things he's done for me. You, have, you don't have to be specific, you know, but you just share the goodness of him because somebody listens, somebody waiting to hear what they need to hear that will increase their faith. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you today. Listen, um, while we're waiting for uh, someone to share, I want to play just a little bit of this. And uh, when we come back, if I see your hands raised in the studio, I will stop this message and bring you right in. Hallelujah. My message is entitled, The Wolf is at the Door. The Wolf is at the Door. Father, I thank you, God. I thank you, Lord, for your word. It's a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. I thank you, Lord, for the indwelling presence of your Holy Spirit that gives us new hearts, Lord, so that we can stretch out beyond our limitations and be ambassadors of you and your word to all who can still hear. I thank you, Lord, for the anointing of your spirit. I thank you for courage and compassion today, God, to speak things that need to be spoken in this generation. Help us, Lord, as a church, never to back away from truth. Help us to go forward and let it fall where it may. 
and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. The wolf is at the door. Isaiah chapter 53. Prophet Isaiah says these words. Who has believed our report? Beginning at verse 1. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He's despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely he's borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, and we've turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. You know, it's, it's so important before we even begin to look at this passage of Scripture to understand that it was a religious system that crucified Christ. You know, we understand that the Roman authorities were the instruments of his death, but it was the religious order of the day created by God's own people that put the Son of God on a cross. There were leaders in that generation, and they had, they had used their position over the people to garner titles for themselves. They had adorned themselves in righteous robes as they saw it, and they, they loved to parade among the people, as Jesus said, and be called master, teacher, teacher, teacher in the marketplace. But Jesus himself came in a form that he did not take on this form of grandeur that men give to themselves. And also, too, they created a system of salvation that was much wider and much more inclusive than the one that God had given to us. Matter of fact, it was so narrow that Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. They were so offended when he challenged their religious system because they had, they had created this wide door into eternal life and eternal bliss with God that doesn't exist. All kinds of people were coming into the temple defiled and going out defiled. They were living in manners and ways that the Bible clearly indicated would leave them excluded from the kingdom of God forever. And so in comes this man. He's not interested in their system. He's not trying to garner one of their titles. He's not doing things their way. The Bible says there was no beauty in him that we should desire him. He's not dressed in righteous robes. He's, he's not got boxes on his forehead. He's not walking around with tassels on his arms. He's not parading like some rooster before the people. Talking about how close to God he actually is. They despised him and rejected him because he challenged the religious system. They had created a system of redemption that did not exist. Do you understand? And that's the propensity of humankind. The original sin in the Garden of Eden is that we can be as God is. Remember, we can, we can become judges of what's good and what's evil. And if you take that to its logical extension, we can start declaring things that are, that are God forgives when he doesn't. We can start declaring behaviors righteous when they're not. We can start telling people they're going to heaven when they aren't. That is the grave, grave danger of religion. When humankind in its sin nature is allowed to take it 
and so twisted and so perverted that it becomes something that God never intended it to be. Can you imagine sitting in a place as a professed or a supposed believer in Christ only to end up at the throne of God one day to find out you've been outside the whole thing all along? What a tragedy that's going to be for so many. He was a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. There was a, a heaviness in the heart of the Son of God as he looked on the people as sheep without a shepherd. But we hid our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. And we are, of course, reliving the scripture again in great measure in our day. In many, many places, even where God's people are gathering, the word of God is despised. And we are now gravitating to fancy preachers who have opened the door real wide to people who are not going to heaven, giving them false peace when they're not at peace with God. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. The old things are what? Passed away. And behold, all things are become new. If, if we are in Christ, if Christ is in us, that means a new value system. It means a new heart. It means a new mind. It means a new way of speaking, thinking, living. It means that what God says is good is good, and what God says is evil is evil. We don't try to change that. We accept that from the Word of God. Now, this message is given to shepherds to bring us not only to the knowledge of our salvation, but to the freedom which Christ bought for us. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And by his beating, as it is, that he took on the cross, we are healed. The old things don't have power over us anymore unless we choose to let them. The old ways of living, speaking, thinking, doing. Good morning, Sister Jerry. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. Yes, you know, Sister Barbara, like like the pastor was just saying, the wolf is at the door. You know I sit here in this house and I mind my business. You almost have to drag me by my heels to get me out the house because I'm clinging on to the door. I don't want to go, please. Well, my friends, or, you know, my acquaintance, I got to stop calling them friends. It came over. Here, you know, we were thinking. I'm like, I have no idea. I said, no. Well, we we bought some some Hennessy and we got some Grey Goose. And I'm like, y'all know I never got to, well, I, you know, I don't drink. Oh, girl, we got you some Pepsi, you know, the little girl stuff. I said, uh-huh. But I got a question. What, what are you doing here? We thought we'd come over and cheer you up because you don't get out of that. What, what it means is, you don't come around us anymore, and we don't sap your money at you, okay? I said, uh-huh. They said, well, uh, where, where's the stereo? I said, oh, I don't have stereos and stuff. Oh, don't worry. Cut the TV on. I said, oh, I, I threw away the remote control. I don't cut on TV no more. Well, what do you do in here? Oh, I sit and pray and girl. I used to couldn't go to sleep unless big man was holding me in his arms, telling me lies. <laughs> they all left, but I'm telling the truth. Well, uh, how do you go to sleep now? Sleeping pills, some pills over there? Oh, no, girl. 
I'm going to tell you something. When you put the word of God in your ear, you will wander off and it will be morning before you know it. They all looked at each other and looked at me. Jerry, you got to stop your lies. Like, no, God is in me now. I don't. And what are y'all doing with all this liquor in my house? I said, look down in that cabinet with Bobby to keep liquor. I don't bring liquor across that threshold. I'm going to have to ask God to leave. He go, what am I? Well, I remember. Oh, Lord, here you go. You're going to remember me now. You're like Jesus. Lord, remember me. I said, uh, what do you remember, Miss uh, uh, Miss Miss P? I remember you had three men at the bank to pick you up one night, and you sent me out there to tell two of them you were going home. I said, that's true, that's true. I mean, that was yesterday. I'm in a new season now. Oh, you don't feel guilty about telling this and that one that you had already gone and got in the car with the other? I, you know, some of that stuff I don't even try to remember. But, no, I don't feel guilty because that's who I was. I say I can't live in the past because I, I say something. When you drive in your car, do you look in the rearview mirror the whole time you're driving or you looking straight ahead? Because you're looking forward to the future. You're looking forward to what's in front of you. Yes. Yes, yes. Let me tell y'all all about it because you already know me. We would go to the club and we would shut it down and I would be the driver because I didn't drink. I didn't drink then and I don't drink now. But all that liquor, Robert Ed, Ron, he didn't drink. No, I didn't drink. He liked me for what y'all liked me for, to drive drunk. Now, I don't know who's going to drive y'all. As you look at my driver, there's no cars. So I'm not driving nobody anywhere. I guess I, oh, by the way, I turned in my license. I'm not that person anymore either. Why would you turn in your license? I said, because God told me I'm going to always have an Uber and a chauffeur. Are you really going to go crazy, Jerry? Well, we got a surprise for you. They calling over Big John. That was supposed to make me melt like butter. This guy walked through the door, and for some reason, Barbara, he looked different to me. I'm going to tell you, when you get in Christ, things don't look the same. They don't feel the same. I looked at Big John, and I said, hey, hey, baby. I said, first of all, let's get one thing straight. I'm not your baby. I'm a full-grown 67-year-old woman. Let's get another thing straight. I don't know what these chicks got in mind, but I don't let no man come in my husband's house, no man, unless he in here doing some repairs. Are you here to do some repairs for me? Because I've got plenty of it. What's wrong with you, Darius? Uh, they said they said you had changed, but I didn't know you going crazy. You know what's about this baby? Now you coming closer to me. I said, stop. You're a little too close. You don't got past the TV, so you're way too close to me. You can't cross the threshold. So I'm going to say, Almighty God, please deliver me from these people that's in my house. And I hate to tell you guys this, but y'all got to go. Well, you're sitting in here with a T-shirt on and no panties on. No, I'm not. I'm in my own house, minding my own business. I'm the only one in here. And to you, people come in my house, just come on in. I say, and Miss T, I gave you a key just in case I was sick, and you come in here. I gave, I said, but by the way, I'm going to need to leave that key. You know, Barbara, like I gave you a key, Barbara, if I'm in here sick, please come in here and see about me. Don't let me lay in here for weeks and days. 
I swear God is showing me more and more who are my friends. I told one of you I didn't have no money. I told the other one of you that you owe me money. So all of you all have grouped together. I'm going to ask all of you all, including Big John, to walk on out the door. Because I got a life alert watch, and I'm about to signal for help. And I pressed the button, and it went, B. Hey, Jerry, you ain't got to do all that. We going, we going, we going. Geraldine, you need help? I said, no, I'm okay. That was an accident. I said, just like that was an accident? You all made an accident coming to my house. You cannot turn me back. I'm like the man, because I believe. I can't go back. I won't go back. When Lot looked back, she died and so. I can't turn this off. I did not have a good life. Oh, we were laughing. We were carrying on. But that's what the devil makes you have, a mirage. A mirage. And I don't, have, I don't, live, on, I don't live on fantasies no more. If it's not real, I don't want it. And Big John, you definitely not real. And I'm, oh, by the way, why you standing so close to me? You wasn't even all that. <laughs> that was like craziness in my mind. After now you're 71, you really think you, you're packing it down like that in the month, man? Please go, 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 go. All of y'all go. Because the next time I push this, it will not be a mistake. Get your liquor. Even get that Pepsi, because I, I, I cannot receive gifts from the devil. I got plenty of Cokes in the refrigerator. By the way, I don't even drink Pepsi no more. I drink Coke. They look alike, but they're different. Bye, y'all. So, Barbara, my testimony is a day. Yes, I got a used to be. I got a past. I had a weakness. I had, I'll say that again, a weakness. When Big John spoke, I truly listened. But I don't have that no more. God will strengthen you, but you really got to let him in. And I promise y'all, when I wake up in the morning, I'm so refreshed. I'm, I'm up at 6 every morning. Hey, God. I used to be like, Bobby, Jerry, what you doing? Oh, I don't get up at 1030, Bobby. I'm all out from the night before. I can't even get up at the bed. Oh, Bob, I can't wake up at 1030. I'll talk. But, yeah, I want to just come in and tell my Jesus in the morning. Okay, Bob, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that for you, okay? I came on one more, on one day. And I never turned back. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Now, no, I didn't get to sleep in the Jesus and all that right away. But, boy, did I get to sleep in the Jesus now. Because when they give you back, Bob will tell you, God, Bob will tell you, they didn't use that. It's like I be trying to go to sleep. The more I try to go to sleep, it's like 8 o'clock. Now, I say, you know what, let me get my phone. Let me get Joshua in my ear, Matthew in my ear. James, Peter, now I know it's Matthew come. And then Peter going to come. And he's going to bring James with him and they're going to talk to me. Like no other man has ever talked to me. When I wake up this morning and the phone's still talking, I say, oh, thank you, Lord. You talk to me all night long, even when I'm asleep. No man will do that for you because when you go to sleep, he'll go to sleep. But when you got God with you, he'll stay awake with you all night long. I got a good life. I might not have all the cash, the jinglings, and the diamonds, and the jewels. But the one thing I got that many don't have, 
God takes good care of me. Even when I fall, even when food don't get delivered to me, somebody bringing me a meal that I don't even have to ask for. Without cause, I'm going more places than many you say could go. So today, brother, thank you. Thank you not for 13 years. Thank you for just holding me by my hand and say, come on, Jerry, why you act like this? Come on, Jerry, come to Jesus in the morning. Come on, Jerry. And you didn't give up on, come on, Jerry. Jerry came on, and Jerry now believes. And what I had to learn, it is not Barbara talking to you, because nowhere in the world Barbara knew all about this. Nothing but the Holy Spirit. Be careful when you say, Lord, I want to be with you. Because like I heard him say last night to Job, I listened to Job. And Job said, naked I go in, naked I come in, naked I go out. Though you slay me, I trust you, Lord. And that's what my friends, they're looking at me, oh, Jerry, look at you. You can't hardly get around. I'm getting around the way the Lord wants me to get around. Now I know it's time for you all to go. You want me to feel sorry for myself. I'm not what you see. What I see is a brand new me. God is, oh, God, hallelujah, it's changing me. No, she ain't got to hit the lane dresses no more. It come all the way down past her knees. She has the legs and all. Bobby looked at me with this dress. I'm like, yeah, Bobby, kind of wide. I like them big. I'm not doing no clanging and herbs and curds. Yes, I thought him, but I don't want to say that off. The man I get, or if God ever gets me a man, and the man that's in me, he don't want to see all that. He said, I already knew that. I don't need to see that. Let me see me in you, Jerry. So that's what I am. I'm not even Jarvain anymore. I'm Jerry. <laughs> thank God, thank God, thank God, Sister Barbara. And thank God you said, come on, Jerry. Just try Jesus in the morning. I, I dare you to try me for two days. You know I'll take a dare in a minute. Okay. Well, you know, I, I'm on. What you think you're going to do for me, Bob? I don't do nothing. God, it's the God in me. God, God got something for you, Jerry, over here to Jesus in the morning. Oh, you know that man I heard? He don't laugh me. And I'm done with him. you like... Uh, I can't promise you all that, Jerry, but it's going to make you feel better about yourself. But you know, Bobby, he ain't even call me back no more. I'm still on the man. Bobby said, oh. I don't even talk to Bobby about a man no more. I said, Bobby, let me get in here. Because who was that weeping prophet, Bobby? Who was it? Who was it? I called him Jacob and it was God. Uh, Bobby, who was that said, uh, walk around the wall seven days? God. It's in the old days, in the 70s, 80s, 90s, even 2000. You'd have asked me about Joshua, I'd say, well, well, how does he look? You'd have asked me about Peter, I'd say, well, is he mad? But don't worry, it doesn't matter. If you'd have told me about James, I'd say, well, where can I meet him? Now I know where to meet Peter, James, Paul, Paul, and David. Who could be six to six to the Bible? And I promise you. When you start to read in the Bible, my, 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 your life will turn around. I have what I don't need. 
I have jewelry that I oh, can buy. Oh, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I got, yes, I got two more people. And so let me get All them right. Everybody have a great weekend. And, Barbara, I appreciate you not for 13 years, but for all of my life. God bless Please you. call me after this show because okay. I want to do something with you and for you. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. Bye. All right. Uh, uh, Minister Shonda, good morning. God bless you. How are you? Can you hear me, Minister Shinder? Uh, are your phone muted? Okay, maybe she didn't push the number one. All right, Pastor David, I'm coming at you right now. Good, good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning. I just want to say hi to everyone, and I hope everyone is having a blessed and a safe week. Uh, uh, I and I was just sitting here, just thinking on what you have been saying. You know, the the you know the the Bible verses you read from John, Saint John, and just just thinking of the the words of encouragement that you offered. And so many times we go through things in our lives, and we may have been ministered to and and we know what we heard our spirit received what we heard but when the issues come upon us we sit and we try to find solutions instead of going to God the God that we know the God that has previously brought us up like 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 the minister said yesterday write down the things that God have done for you before because that that's that's your list of 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 ways that's your way of remembering how good God has been to you because you may not be able to think of everything all at once but if you have a list then you can refer to it and and you know that he's the God of a breakthrough. You know that he's the God that heals. He's the God that replenishes. He's the God that you can trust. He's the God that restores. But we tend to forget about that. You know, I, last night I was watching a service, and, and the, the pastor was talking about coming from Second Kings chapter 1 and was talking about King Azariah. And as much as Azariah knew God, when he fell through that lattice and, and hurt himself, instead of sending his people to go to a, a prophet or a man of God, he sent them to go to Baal, to seek an answer from Baal. And it's amazing that he sent 50 men, a captain and 50 men, to Elijah. And the first 51 got, fought, got, got burnt up with fire. 
and that wasn't enough for him. Even though Elijah had previously, God had sent Elijah to intercept the messenger and tell him that he wasn't going to live, he still decided that that wasn't a good answer. He didn't like that answer. And we, we tend at times to not like the answers we get or like what we're seeing. So we seek other solutions. And we have to be very careful of that what we go seeking because if it's not of God it's not going to work out but as a right that he wasn't satisfied after the first 51 men were were killed were burnt up he sent a second 51 and that's why it's also important to know who you're surrounded by because why would why would the second 51 go knowing what happened to the first 51. And why would they think anything different would happen? And in, in many times in life, we think that if we keep doing the same thing, that things are going to change. Every miracle that God has created, that performed in the Bible, not created but performed, he never did it the same way. And we're always expecting him because he may have, done something for us previously one way we're expecting that that's the way it's going to happen but we need to just trust them and trust his way and his timing because he's an omniscient God and he knows what's best for us but he needs to know he's looking at our heart not our works but our heart to see do we love him you know if we will pay attention to the 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 two commandments that he says you know the boats that he focused on was love and can how can we love him like he love us can we love those around us like we love ourselves it's it's not it's not easy and it's not always easy and we can find seek solutions we can seek comforts in 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 whatever the world has to offer but we have to learn to to look up and and work on that vertical relationship and stop focusing on the horizontal relationships now, I'm not saying some of the horizontal relationships are not good. They're, 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 you know, the people that surround your circle can be good, but make sure it's good people that surround you, people that can edify you and, 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 and help you seek, push you towards that vertical relationship with Christ. But we, we have got to stop jumping from pillar to post looking for solutions when who we need to look to is God. And I'm ministering to myself this morning by saying that because um, sure, trust me, I'm, I'm not perfect. And, you know, I, I, there, there are times when I've learned that when I get to a place where I don't know what to do to reach out Pastor, to the people in my circle. Pastor David. 
Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? I hate to cut in there. Hold that thought. Don't lose that thought. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Good morning, uh, Minister Shonda. Can you hear me? You sound really good. Good morning. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am wonderful. Good. I um, enjoy Miss Jerry's testimony, Pastor David's testimony, and I hope you hear some more. Um, I just wanted to say I'm saved, and I thank God that he saved me. And I want to share this. Amen. I want to share this um, Bible verse, and then I just want to leave everybody with these um, with these three words. So the Bible verse is Proverbs 10, verse 22, and the word of God reads, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. And I just want to leave everyone with the, these three words. It ain't over. And I just pray you have a blessed weekend. God bless you. I'm thankful for each and every one of you. And I pray all through the day the Lord's face to shine upon all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right, I'm going to close your mic because I know you got to go. And uh, I'm going to get back to Pastor David right quick. Okay, Pastor David, your mic is open. Yeah, amen to that. Amen. And may she be blessed today Mm -hmm. as she go about and this weekend. But uh, I was just saying we just need to work on our relationship with God and and start trusting him and know that he will never leave us or forsake us. And we just have to trust him, trust him with all our hearts our mind, no matter what things look like, no matter how depressing it may look, how we may feel, we just need to trust them and know that he's the God that's able to do all things. That's that's all I have to say. Ms. Walbert? Okay, can you hear me now? I hope you can hear me now. Minister Shonda, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Pastor David? Yes, I can. Okay, wonderful. It just cut me off. It it, it tried to end or something. I don't know what that was. It has done that before. But I was saying good morning to Brother Jermaine and that I prayed that the new baby and his wife and the rest of the children, the family as well. And uh, I saw a 904 number down there earlier. God bless you. And uh, good morning to you, Sister Sion. Again, Sister Jerry, good morning to you. And uh, good morning to Sister Irene. God bless you this morning. And Sister Dorothy Goodman, good morning. God bless you. And again, Minister Shonda and uh, Pastor David, good morning to each of you and good morning. Thank God for those that are coming through the podcast and the archive. God bless you this morning. And if you want to come through the archives, you'll go on the Freedom Doors Ministry, and you'll be able to find the podcast uh, over on iTunes, I think it is. 
and those that come through the archives. You can click on any of the Jesus in the Morning and uh, episodes and, and take a listen. You can go through Jesus in the Morning over on Facebook or uh, where we, you know, posted on different pages. You can go there and just click on it and it'll play for you. Good morning to you, Miss Thelma. God bless you this morning. I thank you tuning in. And thank you so much for the uh, congratulations. God bless you. I seen Pastor Linda Three yesterday, and she said congratulations. I got to get her here one morning uh, to share the, a message of the day for us uh, to get her here to preach. Yeah, wonderful lady, wonderful lady. And uh, I thank God for her over the years. I've known her. And I used to bring this woman every Thursday, and I was preaching to death, I thought. Yeah. But God is faithful, and he is building. He's yet building. And so I'm thankful unto him. So, look, we're moving on. Is there anyone else? We still have 26 minutes. So if there's anyone else, feel free to press that number one and come in. Yeah, and say something today, especially on behalf of Almighty God. Talk of his wonders words. Make known his deeds among the people. And Minister Shonda said, it's not over yet, and it's not. God have the last word, and I'm thankful unto him. All right, Brother Jermaine. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Oh, hey, Sister Barbara. I'm doing okay today. I'm just uh, happy I can get on to the show this morning. I was thinking about you. You know, I'm dealing with the uh, newborn. Thank, thank you for mentioning my wife, my family. We we all doing okay. We definitely need a prayer because we forgot what it was like to not have to sleep. <laughs> you know, yeah. baby's got us up, but that's okay. Yeah. It's still a blessing to us. Yeah, when you when you awake, she's sleeping, and when you sleep, <laughs> she awake. Yeah, and keep oh, it going. Yeah. Yeah, keeps it going. Yeah, y'all getting up over here. I don't, I don't know what you're thinking about. I'm woke. <laughs> I want everybody woke with me. Where my food at? Cause I'm hungry. Did you, hey, I'm feeling a little down. Somebody changed his diaper. Yeah, yeah, they do all of that when they newborns, but then they will begin to mature. They'll get a little bit older, and then they'll sleep through the night and take a nap during the day. Yeah, it'll get better. <laughs> I can only imagine. Yeah, I was I was thinking about you around this time because I I was like something's different about this, and then I forgot. I was like, you know, Brother Frank was such a fixture on his show that I was so used to hearing him over all these years. So he he's definitely missed. You know, I um I recall the last time I think I was really on was when I was over had to work in the Midwest, and you know it, it uh it's funny how God has used this relationship. It seemed like every time something's going on in my life, then uh, Jesus in the morning is involved somehow, and I get to share a testimony. So what I could say is I, I got a lot of things going on, but all the things I've been through over the last year with my injury and family and whatnot and job situation, God's opened up some doors for me that I never would have had open had I not been in this situation. And even um, being injured, it's really been a blessing in disguise because had I had to be at my regular job, I would not have had the time to commit to helping my, my family out, especially being around for the baby. Because, it's, I mean, I know you've been through it many times, but when, when you have kids, 
and you got to work, it could be tough because your yeah. job really doesn't care. They, they they just like, hey, you need to get here. You know, we know you got family. We got business to take care of. But, you know, it really inspired me to uh, start my own business and do what I can to to bless other people. Yeah, and I've been praying, asking God for that. It's, you know, can I bless other people and still be in business for myself? And he said yes. So I got some things in the works that, you know, I'll be really excited to bring to the show. But I have a whole new focus on life now as far as, like, what I want to do as far as my career and, and uh, focusing on helping people and, and pointing them toward the Lord because I see that's the only thing that really matters at the end of the day, all the uh, money you make, all the accolades, all that stuff is gone. It's here and it's gone. It's like a vapor. But, you know, what you do for God, that that leaves a legacy that, that just really points people towards him. And, and that's what I'm going to be about for, for my future. Okay. All right. Well, we'll be praying for your brother, Jermaine, because I know it's not easy working and having a new baby. Even even though you're the father, you got to help out too. So that's not always yeah. easy. And then some days your wife just need a little extra sleep and you got to, you know, come in there. So I know that's not easy. But I thank God for opening doors. And a lot of times if this does not happen, that can't happen. So God will allow this to happen so that can happen. And we're looking at it as, as if it's not a blessing but God know what he's doing. So this is why we believe and we trust him. And we hold on to Proverbs 3, 5 through 7, because we trust in him with all our heart. And we're not leaning to our own understanding. We're looking, but in all our ways, we acknowledge in him, God, I, I, this don't look like you right here, but Lord, I'm going to trust you. And if this is not you, move me. Yeah. Don't don't let me go through with it. If, through with it if it is not you. Yeah, that's the way, uh, you know, a way to be blessed. Because that thing's staring you in the face and you're not sure, but we trust in God. And he's not going to withhold no good thing from you if you love him and the called according to his purpose. Yeah, he's not going to hold nothing from you. And so we thank God this morning that not only he hear prayers, but he answers. And God bless you, Brother Jermaine. And uh, God bless your wife and the new baby. And I'm hoping she'll start sleeping. <laughs> it's not funny, Brother Jermaine. But I'm hoping she'll start sleeping soon so y'all can get some sleep all the way through the night. And she has, she'll wake up for that food. She'll wake up to be dry. Yeah, all of that. And then sometimes she just wake up because she wants somebody up with her. And it's like she she's ready for the day. Well, it's not day. It's before day in the morning. Go to sleep. Yeah, that, that's not how uh, they always, you know, go back to sleep once you feed them and drown. But uh, praying for you, praying for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anyone else? We have 20 minutes. If you have something you would like to say, press that number one and come in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad more people are pressing that number one. To come in in the morning. It makes me feel so special when you call in and share your words of inspiration or give a testimony. Yeah. It makes me feel really good. And when I hear uh, Minister Shonda say, I'm saved. Ah! And I know it. You better know I know it. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. And that's what we have to do sometimes. We have to say it out of our mouth. I'm saved. I'm spirit-filled. Devil, you got to go today. Yeah. All right, well, give yours through song then, Sion. I receive it. Because you, you, you've given me some awesome songs to play. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> Hallelujah. So if there's no one else that have something they would like to say, uh, 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 Sister Sion said, congratulations, Brother Jermaine. If no one else... Oh, sorry. Has I, didn't, I, I didn't hear you. What was that? Yeah, Sister Sion said, congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. So, look, we're going to pray. I'm making sure nobody's hands is raised. All right, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been said and done here today. We thank you for your word. But, Father, your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, oh God, that word is settled in heaven. Help us today to remember to believe. God, we know many things will come our way, look strange. Some things seem impossible. But help us to remember with you all things are possible. And help us to trust you with our whole heart and lean not to our own understanding. And all our ways, help us to pray before we make a move. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, if we're not sure, stop us. Help us to stop and wait on you. Oh, in the precious name of Jesus. We thank you that we're casting our cares upon you this morning. But Father, you care it for us. Lead and guide us today in the right path for your name's sake. Help us to do today what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. Again, Father, help us to prepare daily for your return, for you coming back. And Lord, we want to be ready when you come. In the name of Jesus. Father, remember Sharon Lewis today. Touch Sharon's eye. Continue to heal, oh God. Give a 2020 vision in both eyes. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we bring Brother Jermaine before you this morning and his family. God, we ask that you would strengthen him and bless him and every door that come open to him. Lord, you show him the way to go through and what to do and how to get it done. Bless his wife, God. Strengthen her. And Lord, move quickly upon her heart's desire in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. She was fruitful and multiplied. Hallelujah. That's what your word said to do. Bless her, Lord, the more in Jesus' name. Bless Sister Irene today. Touch and heal, God, in the name of Jesus. Sister Jerry, touch and heal today in Jesus' name. Father, you know what they stand in the need of. You know the desires of their hearts. Move today, God, for them in the name of Jesus. And as we depart, bless our going out and our coming in. And, Father, meet the need in all our lives according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus. Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed weekend. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you this weekend, starting August 11, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. And, and I thank God for you that come through the podcast and the archive. God bless you real good. And thank you so much.
So we're going to our last song of the morning. And after this song, we won't be coming back. God bless you. Have a wonderful weekend.
greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater than you. Now lift those hands, singers, and let's just give them the glory. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Couldn't find nobody. You lift your hand and say that with us tonight. Come on, nobody greater. Nobody greater. Party greater. Nobody greater. Party greater than you. Nobody greater than you. Nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody greater. Let me see this right quick. 